This episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Action 24-7, Tennessee's only local, legal sports book. Use code PUCKSOUT when you make your first deposit, and our friends over at Action 24-7 will give you a 50% boost, up to $800 on your first deposit. That's right, up to $400 extra dollars when you use code PUCKSOUT. And this week, once again, some amazing promos. Be sure to check out our Twitter and as well as Action 24-7 to find out all the promos for the week. And did you know you can gamble with cash? Are you tired of waiting on your sports book? You won but can't get your money? No more waiting with Action 24-7. If you want to gamble with cash deposits and withdrawals, get started with Tennessee's local sports book today. Check out the show description for the link in the, in the cash locations. Once again, use code PUCKSOUT. That's P-U-C-K-S-O-U-T. When you make your first deposit, and our friends at Action 24-7 will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit up to $800. What are you waiting for? From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pox Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. <laughs> you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after. I'm drinking that blue Heffenweiser, the Yodel Yehu, Yodel Yehu Blue. You're, you're out, saying dude. That. <laughs> you you just you just get it. The we got the Hefeweizer, the you can't even say the name. We got the Yodel Blue, a blueberry Hefeweizen, everybody. Okay. Uh, um, so it is just uh, disregard clear, that it is, stroke. It, it is nine thirty in the morning. Uh we usually don't Damn. record in the mornings. I am this is uh, I, I still usually don't wake up for another two or three hours. So I am I, I'm you know, I'm I'm I've got an early like it's like it's like we're playing it, it works because it's like we're uh playing an England game today. So we That's got we got an saying. early it's, morning game. Final yeah. day, of pr- final day of Premier League. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is early. I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you, man. I, I, I was surprised you were up because uh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be out of, ta- I'm gonna be out of town. So we had to record this a little earlier than we we normally would. So it's not only earlier in in the week, but it's also earlier time wise. So I'm, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, I'm. But I do like this Yodel A Blue for sure. It's yeah, a, it's a good. Beer. It's, it's a, a good very beer. good beer. It's a good morning beer too, apparently. <laughs> okay apparently i mean yeah <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. uh don't forget pucks out is brought to you by made brewery the official beer of pucks out podcast join them every tuesday for trivia and thursday for bingo night we've been teasing it we don't have an official date yet but we are in talks to do it host another bingo night our people uh, don't are talking to, to their out. people yeah yeah our agent their agent you know it's a whole thing uh, don't forget to check us out on Patreon to support the show. We can get the show a day early and all the uncut uh, uh, bits. And check us out on Twitch. If uh, I give us a follow and uh, hang out with us while we talk hockey, you know, other stuff, play some games. How are you this week, buddy? Uh, pretty good, man. Um, you know, had a couple of soccer games. Sucked. We got rained out last night. Uh, well, I, I mean, obviously the game finished, uh, but uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't stick around. I didn't finish until like. 11 30 or something like i was in i was in nashville at like 5 30 man i can't you know like i just couldn't yeah. do it so uh 
but it was good. Uh, it was, you know, it's a, it was good as usual. Uh, been watching you stream. Hey man, I saw on Saturday, you got up to get, got you a pretty good little number of viewers. At, at, yeah, at dude. Saturday was a good little, there. Saturday was a good, good little, little day. You know, we got rated. So yeah, you know, we're, gro- we're growing, you know, get, get, getting it going, uh, having fun, you know, Hey, do, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. That's, that's true. But, uh, yeah, that I don't know what I was. I had like you know, it's so early. I had, I had something. Normally we can flow back and forth off. Yeah, that. no, missed it, dude. Um, yeah, no, went and saw Doctor Strange. So that was you know that was that was cool. But uh, just ready for pool weather, man. It's getting hot. You know, pools are finally yeah. pools are finally opening up. Loving that, loving that. What about you, bro? Yeah, How you doing? Oh, pretty good, man. You know, had to had to do some uh, you know stuff yesterday with the wife out in East Tennessee. Was gonna go to that game yesterday. Uh, I'm kind of happy I ended up not going all the way down to Nashville, uh, you know, just to uh, be hanging out in the concourse because it'd be different, you know, if we had if it was like the Preds games, we had all inclusive zone tickets where we could just sure. stay in the concourse and get you know shit faced for a couple hours. We, we uh, actually and, and were we would not have to spend sixteen dollars a beer. <laughs> we we are under the awning, um, so we actually never had to move from our spot. But I mean, I'm I mean, same concept. Obviously, it's not it, well, that didn't yeah. change. We still didn't have seats. <laughs> So, so uh, yeah, so it's uh, but it was cool. I mean, you know, the way at least it wasn't like it was hot, but it wasn't like deathly, deathly hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it started, and then um, uh, someone looked at me and was like, "Man, this feels really good." And it was like getting real breezy when we were at the game. I was like, "Everybody, go ahead and double up on their on their drink purchases in case this uh, power goes out and every all these POS systems are down." All right? Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, I was like, it feels great, but that's not necessarily a good thing. Like, if you want to know that you're going to get to see a full soccer game, it has to feel like the devil's butthole. Okay, you're like, this oh, feels yeah. awful. You're like, oh, this game's gonna go the whole night no problem <laughs> no problem uh yeah we had to i had to cut the last night's stream a little short because the storm got really bad out here and cut and cut the internet out but um before we move on let's do let's do our fit check dude what are you wearing today oh yeah bro uh i made stephanie watch last night when we uh returned uh hardball baby so you know had to oh, go nice. had to go with the old g baby oh yeah, nope, so gotta, nope. gotta go, you know, rip, obviously, rip. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, then what with the uh, the old Whalers hat, brah, you know, had to get the get the old harp. I, I was looking for my my New England's ba- uh, New England New Orleans baby cakes hat, but I, in my sea of hats, I have been unable to <laughs> pin, pinpoint a direct location on uh, on that yeah, particular hat. I think I think over here there's a, uh, a an inside job. Probably from the other from the person I live with, also known as my wife, to hide a lot of my hats. I'm having some trouble that's finding very, some of my hats. That's stupid. <laughs> that's stupid of her because I mean, just hiding a few hats is not going to do anything but make you reacquire hats. Buy more hats. Right, yeah. and then you're and you're like, oh, well, I have this hat, so maybe it's somewhere. You're just going to buy a different version of a hat, and then when you eventually find these, I mean, hopefully she's not throwing them away. Because no. look. <laughs> Look, I can, I, I can, forgive, I think they're in a box. In I can attic. forgive, I can forgive a lot of things, Megan. A lot of things, you know, racism, <laughs> sexism, you know, murder. But throwing away hats—that's that's that's where I. That's draw a the line. bridge too far. That's a that's a uh, personal <laughs> that's a personal moral code that I I will not uh, I will not be breaching. So just let yeah, her know from well. me that she's got an enemy for life if that happens. <laughs> Uh, I woke up this morning, you know, when I knew we were going to be recording, I was like, looked in my closet, I was like, all right, what am I wearing today? 
uh, you know, grabbed the greatest of all time, that Tom Brady Bucks jersey. Yeah. I couldn't decide between his Pats or his Bucks jersey. The Bucks, and I got this dope ass Grizz hat that you that you got. Ah, me. yeah, and, uh, Hell yeah. yeah it's a, I love this hat, dude. This is a, it's a, it fits well. It's a nice classic logo. I'm, yeah. I'm really, I'm honestly, I'm, I mean, I really like your hat better than my hat. If we're being, if we're being, I, oh, I like my hat better, but it, it doesn't fit well. Like, and I saw like when I, then I got, you know, I got you the, I got you the quality, the nice, the night. I was like, dude, that's going to be a good hat. So I'm, so I'm good. Yeah. I'm glad for you. I'm glad that it's working yeah. out. It's a, it's a, it's a nice, nice maybe, hat. Um, maybe Megan will, uh, will uh, hide it and give it to me. So I'm <laughs> like, I don't know. And this is actually, you and Megan have, have worked out a deal where all my hats are actually going to you. She no. didn't want to throw them away. <laughs> I am shocked and appalled. I would, <laughs> I would never. Uh, I would never. Let, let, let's jump into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Some news out of Nashville, which I'm sure the fan base is taking in stride and not overreacting at all on social media. Uh, the Preds signed John Hines to a multi-year deal. Personally, I like this. Damn the, it. Um, I gonna, they're going to sign Barry Trotz and they're going to bring back Peter Laviolette. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna win a champ. We're gonna win a championship, bud. Hey, eighty-two, you know, or nothing. <laughs> that, bring back, bring uh, back, bring back, all uh, bring back Weber, and we're gonna bring back David Legwan, and we're gonna win the cup. Mike Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna bring back Mike Fisher. Get Carrie Underwood back in here. When Carrie Underwood was in the building, we were winning ball games. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Only for like two years when she was in the building. Every other year, not so much. We're not going to remember those other years, buddy. Bring back Trotsy. Uh, no, uh, I, yeah, like, the, I like it, too. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, you know, listen, he, I think he overperformed. This was supposed to be a competitive rebuild. When we first heard that phrase from David Boyle, we all kind of scoffed and said, oh, so it's going to be shit here. Okay. Um, but in all essence, it was a competitive, like, if you would if we we had asked me if we were going to be competitive in the division at the end of this year, I, I would have laughed and said no. And right. while we were never like in competition to win the division, getting that wild card spot, I mean, it it, it we wasn't didn't embarrass like ourselves we kinda, this season. Yeah, I mean, we embarrassed ourselves. You know, the last the last five games of the year against sure. Arizona and then Colorado. Sure. You know, you're gonna um, have little stretches like you're gonna have little stretches like that. I mean, the thing is, we were by far, and there, I don't think that there's anybody that would argue with me on this. We were the worst team in the playoffs by far. We, 100%. you know, we. I mean, there, there, there's some teams in there that we could maybe run with a little bit, but there is not a single team that I would bet money on us winning the series against. You know, so the- now that that let me ask you a question though: If we had ended up getting that wild card one, uh, wild card one spot in Dallas went against Colorado, because I think Dallas would have swept. I think Colorado would have set uh, Dallas as well. Would you still be saying that, or would you just be saying that whichever yeah, team? Because I think uh, Colorado. I think, I think Calgary. No, I think I think Calgary would. I, I think Calgary would have handled this pretty pretty handily too. Dallas. I mean, yeah. we've seen Dallas. Uh, Dallas gave them a, a hell of a, a series because I mean we're just seeing how they're scored and how both teams in this in this in this series, and we'll talk about it a little more. But both teams are just scoring in such high clips that i mean the dallas calgary series you could pretty much lock in 
uh, under five and a half. You know what I'm saying? I think it went one yeah. of the seven games that went above five and a half, maybe like one time. And there was like a one zero game. You know, I'm, I was much more impressed with Dallas. Uh, I still think that we were, I don't think we could have won a series against Dallas. You know, you see, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I don't think there's a single yeah. team that we, and that's not, and that's not to say that we should have been. I mean, that's like you said. I, so that all goes back to say, I, I, I like the deal too. I was a little critical on the hire at the beginning. Uh, but I think were. he's, I think he's, I think he's shown, you know, what he can do uh, given, given the opportunity. So I'm, I'm okay with the hire for sure. Yeah. Or hire. Uh, the Jordan Bennington. Resigning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordan Bennington goes down with an undisclosed injury in game three. Uh, fans of the show know that I absolutely despise Jordan Bennington. He is a garbage goalie, trash person. Uh, should only be in the AHL, but I never, you never want to see a player go down uh, with an injury. Um, so yeah, hopefully he, this isn't long term. Uh, but you know, I hope that Victor Huso stays in for a little bit longer because I need Colorado to beat the shit out of the Blues. Um, and they did last night. I got, uh, I haven't checked up on our fantasy. Uh, the pool up, the pool. You are, you are, are, you are back to back to last place. But we're talking. Davey's at 471, I'm at 450, and you're at 440. So we're all still okay. right there in the running. Uh, yeah. Colorado, Colorado days, you push, you push up pretty good. You push ahead uh, fairly well. Um, and then uh, other days is when is when I get a you know I get I get a little bit of my boost. I've, I'm pretty good across the board right now where we're at. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I Colorado to go all the way. Yeah, you really do. I mean, you really do. Colorado goes out. I think that's when it, when it starts changing. Yeah. But I think it, it, even if they don't win the cup, I think just getting them to that final series, it's going to oh, be yeah. tough to beat you. Yeah, I mean, I just need them to go like seven games. But then the problem with going seven games is there's a chance they might lose that seventh game. So, yeah, yeah it's I, a balance I, of let's go five games, six games, and let's just go to the next round to lock me in a couple, and, you know. Because I'd rather go to the fifth. I'd rather you know sacrifice this game seven and guarantee four games. Oh um, yeah, I mean you want them to move on, especially with how depleted your roster is. If Colorado doesn't move yeah. on, lock it in, oh, yeah. I and mean, you're pretty much done. Uh, yeah, the way your 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 guys are built. So speaking uh, of that, one of my players, Sammy so Gerard. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Colorado, one of my players, Sammy Gerard, out for the rest of the playoffs uh, with a broken sternum. Uh, so you know, hopefully he gets better soon. Um, <clears throat> Pittsburgh Penguins sign a two-time Stanley Cup champion Brian Rust to a six-year deal, um, or I guess extend him for six years. Uh, I like Brian Rust. <clears throat> he is an amazing utility player. Uh, he really complements that team really well. I oh, I I have him in fantasy leagues every once in a while. He's a good yeah. mid to late round guy. Um, and reliable. You, He's usually always you, in the lineup. Did you take this headline from somewhere? So I, I, just, I, I just the a two time Stanley Cup champ is it's just a weird way to phrase Brian Rust. You know, I mean, I know he is like <laughs> that's right, that's right. Like, okay, like technically, yeah, but like you know, I don't know. It's, I guess maybe I'm the I'm the jerk. Like, I don't know. I just didn't think of him as as the two time Stanley Cup. Well, winner, sometimes you know? well the thing is people forget that Brian Rust is a Stanley Cup champion and he's sure. a good player. And sometimes people think of uh, Brian Rust and they're like, uh, who? Because he's not a flashy name when you're playing with guys like Malkin and Crosby. Uh, so it's good to remind people I'm that he's saying. been there for a long time. Don't but I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I saw the headline. I'm, I'm sure I saw this headline somewhere and just kind of 
uh, and, and use the, the two-time Stanley Cup uh, phrasing because like, I liked it. Uh, oh, Jim Kelly, four-time Super Bowl loser, is just coming on <laughs> in to the coming on into the restaurant. Come on in, Jim, you four-time loser. That's, I don't know. I, you know. I get what you're saying. I totally hear what you're you know. Just, you don't think Jim Kelly would want to be called the four the four-time conference champion instead? I mean, he probably would, but look, you know, sometimes you don't get everything you want, man. Sometimes you don't get everything you want. You didn't win four conference championships. You lost four Super Bowls, but <laughs> that would be funny if, 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 if like when the trophy ceremony for the Super Bowl, if the losers, they went and took the, the championship trophy from the conference back. It's like, mm, that no, would be sick. Bad. They're like, nah, 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 no, no, no. They even tumbo. Oh, no, no. no. No trophies for second place. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. I haven't even touched my coffee yet. I've just been drinking this beer. Um, <clears throat> hey, that's what we're supposed to do. We are contractually <laughs> obligated to... To, to drink this beer during the show. Okay? <laughs> I lost my koozie there for a second. Um, <laughs> the Heat take a 2-1 to series lead over the Celtics. The Celtics in game two absolutely routed the Heat. Um, I have I need to start watching the games. I, I'm a Celtics fan, um, so now it's about time when I start t- tuning into these games, and I'm going to start tuning in now. Um, you know, uh, whereas with baseball, I usually only turn in to, tune into like the last game of the world series i'll actually this is about the time i start tuning into basketball um yeah and i'll be honest i haven't tuned into a world series game in probably three years so when i say that what i mean is i don't watch baseball it's Uh, just just a dream it's just a dream of yours you you like like to to sound think that i like to sound you like to sound cultured and so you're like yeah yeah, of course oh oh, it's october i'll watch oh oh, they call me mr october watcher oh that's me gotta do the pinky and watch october baseball Yes, I'll watch uh, I'll watch the hundred and ninety-eighth game of the season for sure. <laughs> you know, uh, like, people, I was actually uh, I was listening to this uh this podcast and they were talking about the difference between uh you know the, the British Premier League and like other sports. And he was like he was like, Yeah, baseball, there's like what 30, 40 games in baseball. Guy was like the, the dude was like, There's like 182. He's like, I'm sorry, there's a hundred and eighty-two baseball games like <laughs> If the Premier League had 182 games, I would get nothing done all year. Yeah. How do how do Americans do things? They're like, well, a lot of Americans don't watch baseball. They're like, oh, so Ameri- not every American treats baseball like the Premier League, like British to the Premier League. They're like, no, 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 <laughs> no. That's, like, ca- yeah. that's he was college like, football, man. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's if there was 182, he was like, he was like, if Arsenal played 182 games a year, count in the hangover day, he's like, I would get nothing done. That's the whole, that's a year. That is a full that's year. A year. Of day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, the Warriors take a 2-0 lead over Dallas. Uh, I really, you know, it's one of those things where I don't, I can't root for Dallas team, but I like the young guys on Dallas. And so I'm kind of split, but I'm cool with the Warriors, you know, winning. Um, Speaking of soccer, uh, crazy amount of delays in last night's uh, National SC game. Uh, man, uh, but they yeah, end up getting we, that uh, I'm sorry. tie. I'm sorry. We got a we got a breaking news question straight off the presses. Do we think you think you think Emerald you think Emerald fucks, dude? What you know, like bam, like bam. You think you know you think he hits, bro? 
Who? You know, you, Emeril. Bam. You know, the cooker guy, the chef. Oh, uh, I have no idea. I mean, Emeril, no I, don't, I don't know who. Go ahead and Google. Get, you got to Google. You'll know Emeril. He'll hit you, you know. What's his last Isn't name? That the, that's the New Orleans one. I think it's Emerald. Oh, I think it's like Emerald, John Emerald or whatever. Emerald Lagasse? Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that. I, I thought we were talking about baseball. So I was like, what are we talking about? No, I just I changed like, up the game. <laughs> you know. You asking me Sass, if I think he fucked? Yeah. You think he hit? Well, Sass is in the next room and he probably is hearing us. So he texted me this. And so I was like, let's go. Let's get this out in the open. Let's figure it out. I mean, he's a celebrity. I, mean, I would say, yeah. I would say uh, you know. I'd say, but even like, even like before, if like nobody knew him, like just like his swagger personally, like you think he's got BD. I don't know his swagger because I just don't, I really, I rarely see him in stuff. Um, well, I mean, he's not in stuff. He's just a chef. He's not like well, okay. No, time out. Time out. Uh, if you're talking chefs like Gordon Ramsay and stuff, he's in stuff. You know who Gordon yeah. Ramsay is. Oh, right. But I mean, like, that's not like a normal thing, Bobby. That's not like the well, way okay, of but the chef. I'm reading, it. He is, I'm reading it. He is a celebrity chef. Yeah, An American like, celebrity chef, television like personality, like, cookbook author. But and, like a Paula sorry, Dean type oh, guy. But like a Paula without, Dean type guy, not like a Ryan Seacrest type Gordon Ramsay-esque mofo, dude. <laughs> Well, I can tell you right now, there's no way this guy doesn't fuck when he has the national best recipe award winner for his turkey and hot sausage chili. I mean, nothing gets the women or men, whatever way he goes, going like some turkey and sausage chili. I mean, I mean he's down there. Not he, he's down there in Nolens, bro. I mean, I mean, he be, he's yeah. he slays for sure. Oh, so, I mean, yeah. Because here's the thing. And when you when you're down in New Orleans, it don't matter how you look. It's all about your swagger. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. He's got that. He's got that. You know that. It's ca- about, that how, Cajun, it's about your swagger and how he, you cook. He got that Cajun vibe swagger, bro. I mean, he's yeah, yeah. All right. So I texted him back. He said, <laughs> "I texted. I texted him back. I told him yes, for sure." So let's Did get back into no. I don't know. I mean, he just asked. He just asked the question. And look, I'm a hard hitting oh. journal. I'm a hard hitting journalist. Okay. <laughs> We're answering questions as they come in, okay? As they come yeah. across our press. Yeah, I mean, dude. You, th- you threw me a hardball question because I thought we were talking about baseball. I was like, what? Or even soccer. I was like, I, I, I don't know. Are you asking me if well, I think a professional athlete fucks? Yeah. Baseball, <laughs> ba- ba- baseball is easy to, to pivot off of, though, because nobody wants to talk about it. 100%. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of soccer, the Premier League final day is today of recording, Sunday, which is you know, we don't usually record on Sundays. So by the time you're hearing this, it's been a couple of days. Um, I am not, not getting Carol. Everton is not getting uh, relegated. So that's good okay. news for me. I have um, not kept up with the Premier League much this year um, as much as I usually like to just been so busy. Um, but I can tell you that my team is, you know, for the like they've been for like what feels like the last decade, middle of the table, uh, the Manchester United. So yeah, it's it's coming down you know, to Man-, Man City and Liverpool for the yeah I think Liverpool uh, just the number one spot. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's see how right, is I'm excited. Uh, we're gonna watch like we're gonna watch like five you know we got like got like five TVs set up because they're all at the same time which I like. There's no like <laughs> oh like you know yeah. oh this game is gonna be played later and so then we'll, they'll know already before they before they actually play. But uh, yeah, we got yeah. a couple of a uh, couple of races for relegation too. You know, teams battling to to get out. So, yeah, always sure. a fun little little Sunday. 
So before we move on to our main topic today, we have a very special interview with Abigail Martin. I'm going I'm sitting down with her uh, talking penalty box radio, Nashville SC, Nashville Predators, her new podcast uh, and, and the uh, Tennessee Special Olympics and so many others. So let's cut over to that um, and we'll be back with you guys in just a minute. Hey, guys, and welcome in. We have an amazing guest joining us today. We have from Penalty Box Radio, ringside reporter and contributor, Nashville SC Public Relations, co-host of the Blue Raider Extra Point and Bleeding Blue Podcast, and reporter for MTN Sports. We have Abigail Morton joining us. Abigail, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. You know, I just got done dealing with some Murfreesboro <laughs> traffic, so, you know. Sounds uh, about right. As, best, as good as I can <laughs> do. Um, you know, so just let's hop right into it. Uh, as many people know, uh, Penalty Box Radio on you know 102.5 has recently come to a um, an end uh, for now at least. And you know, you, uh, as you know, Brandon and I we got our start on Penalty Box Radio, and uh, Justin Bradford kind of uh, opened the door for us, as he did for so many other you know reporters and people who love you know hockey and sports and you know being content creators. How did your journey start with Penalty Box Radio and what has it done for you over these past couple of years? It is crazy looking back. And I was actually going through like old audio files when they started like as a podcast before they got onto 102.5. So their growth has been absolutely amazing. But I started, let's see, I was 15 years old. So I'd, I remember I'd gotten my permit and my mom had to take me to the different events that he wanted me to cover. <laughs> but I, she pressured me into going to go talk to him and just kind of laying out like, this is what I want to do. Back then my head was, I want to be Lindsay Rowley in a few years. And so I went to him and we did like a quick audition, um, really late night. And I kept pushing it off because I was so scared. But I sent it to him through his Twitter DM and I was just flabbergasted. And he's like, okay, cool. So um, let's get you doing college and let's get you doing hockey and high school hockey. So I started out there and then I turned 18. I started covering um, the Predators with development camps. So I covered like SECHC tournaments, MTSU and high school hockey, Vanderbilt as well since they were nearby. And yeah, now I've ended up here. I'm covering the Nashville Predators and I really wouldn't be able to had to have done anything that anything that the experiences that I have, I would not have it if it wasn't for Justin Bradford taking a chance on a random 15 year old girl he's never met before. Because <laughs> I mean, now I do get to do so many cool things. I've gotten to verge even into different sports, which I never thought was possible. Like, um, let's see, football, tennis, soccer as well. I mean, everything goes down to Justin Bradford and Penalty Box Radio. So I'm extremely grateful. And it's so bittersweet that they're coming off the air on Wednesday nights. But there's other projects as well. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's so <laughs> crazy to think about. You know, you mentioned that, you know, 15 years old. I think back to when I was 15. I can I, I could probably speak for Brandon as well. Um, you know, when I was 15, I was focused, you know, on, you know, playing football and getting home and playing Call of Duty. I the thought of going out and doing something like that is absolutely insane to me. And, you know, kudos to you. Um, you know, you've already, you know, your resume is already looking amazing um, you. how young you are. Um, so how I guess it was probably a little bit before then that you realized that this is what you wanted to do. Be, you know, reporter, journalist. Um, obviously, you know, you mentioned Lindsay Rally. Who are some other were there any others that you kind of looked up to and, and said, you know, that's, you know, what they're doing is great. And I want to do that. Yeah. It started as a fan. And I always say this, but my mom, 
they always say mothers knows best and she knew what I wanted to do before it even like clicked in my head because I always knew like English writing storytelling and I love being the center of attention there's no way around it and so yeah. <laughs> um, that's she was like you know doing something in sports like that would be great for you because I played all growing up and so it was my freshman year of high school whenever so I think that was what 2013 maybe um that I was like okay this is what I want to do and then Lindsay Rowley stepped in I believe it was 2013 or 2014 and then but it was really just there were no women in sports whenever I was growing up like listening to Paul McCann doing PA announcing I was always like that's so cool like imagine you being the voice of this huge team that you love that's something that I would want to do and so everybody throughout the Nashville Predators broadcast have always been people that I looked up to and then going to the Atlanta Braves. I love baseball and I'm a Braves girl, that's for sure. And so just like Teresa Walker, especially it's, it's insane. Like we exchanged numbers the other day and I was like, this is a full circle moment for me. It's, it's crazy. So there's definitely the people to look up for. I mean, it's just kind of grown as I've been able to get more access, obviously to social media. And then, cause at first it was like learning the sport and what yeah. different things that are really like in the sports industry, which is still growing. It's insane. So yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people that I looked up to in the beginning are, are still in the industry and it's amazing. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so to talk a little bit about the Preds, um, you know, most of our listeners are probably from uh, this area and we've all, I think now the sadness and the depression of the getting swept is kind of uh out of our systems uh and so now that we're kind of the hangover from that is kind of done would you say that this season in total was a positive season or are you in the uh you know very vocal maybe minority people with who it's stanley cup or bust uh kind of kind of deal i definitely think stanley cup or bust is very dramatic um, but I will say I kind of I can't really give you a straight answer because I think it's a little bit of both because yeah. there has been some progress. I mean, Romeosi, Duchade, Forsberg, Soros, there's been so much great success individually on the team, but they most definitely fell short in the playoffs. I don't care if they were playing the Colorado Avalanche, I don't care if they were playing USA, Canada, Olympic teams. There was no way to get swept for the first time in franchise history when just a few years ago you were a true contender in the playoffs, whether you were supposed to be or not that's a different debate but there was individual success so I do think it's a letdown that they did get swept couldn't even get one and they even make it worse they only led in the series for I think it was two or three minutes with Philip Forsberg yeah. going game four that's a little ridiculous to me but there's been great progress from the organization it's just it's not all together and I will say that I was really impressed the other day for the press conference when general manager David Poyle took accountability and he was like this is my fault Hines didn't have everything he was supposed to have. And I fell short. Let me, he kind of was like, let me fix this. And he apologized to the fans and then kind of backtracked on t- about Twitter. That's a different story, but I'm in a mix. That's for sure. I think because it's also so relevant and close to the date. I love that you said hangover. That was perfect. Cause it's still <laughs> on your mind of that's so bitter. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I think when you look at this season from a macro standpoint as this is an NHL team, of course, mm-hmm. it's easy to say Stanley Cup or bust. That's the end goal at the end of the day. You know, <laughs> right. uh, you know, individual awards mean nothing. Winning a conference means nothing. It's it's the Stanley Cup, especially for a team who ha- we haven't gotten to touch that that trophy yet. But I think when you look at the micro 
uh, cosm of it of this was supposed to be a compet- quote unquote competitive rebuilding year. <laughs> and when I, I remember the first time I heard that I, I was driving and I laughed out loud. I was like, that is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Competitive rebuild. What does that even mean? We're going to what? Uh, fall just low enough to miss the playoffs, but have a bad pick. And here we are with having two 40 goal scores, uh, having, you know, all star, you know, all career seasons from some players. We've got a Vesna finalist. We've got a uh, Norris finalist. And, you know, when the playoffs started, we did our uh, projections. I was maybe a little bit too lean. I said that the abs would win in five. Um, Mm-hmm. And I don't think I, but at the same time, you know, that, that this, I think people need to realize that this Avs team is, we are seeing an amazing hockey team. And yeah. I think that the series was a lot closer than the series makes it seem. We obviously, some of the games we rolled over, but some of those games, we pushed them hard. I am in the field that this was a good season. Um, this is things that we can look forward to. Obviously we have to capitalize and move on. Like we have to sign guys. We got to sign and bring up guys from Milwaukee that we need to bring up. Um, but that kind of takes me to my next question. John Hines recently uh, extended, uh, got his contract extended for another two years, probably to the chagrin of many fans on Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and so I, you know, we've talked about on the show, Brandon and I, we were not super fans of John Hines when he came here. He's changed my mind. I think for what he was given, he's done a good job. Um, and I'm always of the of the mindset that when a coach comes in, everything he did prior to this team doesn't matter. Different players, mm-hmm. different GMs. Uh, how do you feel about this contract extension? And do you think that, you know, do you, do you agree that he should have got his contract extended? Or do you think we should have shown him the door? I'm really not surprised that he did get an extension just because this team doesn't like change. And I I was joking with my mom the other day. I was like, men don't know how to do commitment or communication. And this (laughs) franchise is kind of doing that a little bit just because they, you know, they've had the same coaches. This is John Hines is only the third ever franchise head coach. Obviously David Poyle's also been here the whole time. So at what point are they ever going to flip a switch if they do ever? Like what degree does this team have to get to that's so low enough to make those types of decisions? But I will say Heinz's contract doesn't surprise me from that angle. Um, there is a good bit of coaches that are on the market though. And I know everyone was like, oh, Barry Trotz, Barry Trotz, which I wouldn't have <laughs> yeah. been opposed to. I was always a big Barry Trotz fan. But with it being two years, I think that's way more comforting than Heck, six, more even just three. Yeah. So it gives you kind of that, that little bit of time space where it's not too much. It's not too little. If you need to see the door, you do. So I think it was a good deal from the side of being a fan base, but also deciding, is this the right coach to put the Nashville Predators back into contention? And especially if Poyle has taken that accountability and he's going to give Hines the pieces he needs to, whether that's re-signing Forsberg or if he walks, I think a lot of people are going to go up in flames with pitchforks. But making either that type of deal or seeing if they're going to do rentals, if Luke Cunning or Ellie Tolvanen are going to stay, if they're going to progress, I think – a lot has to do with what's going to happen in the offseason before we can really judge his next two-year uh, time. For sure. I And, and yeah, I, I agree with you completely. I think, uh, you know, if, if he makes it to the end of his contract, that's four years. Uh, I think four mm-hmm. years is a good amount of time for a coach to either prove that he is on the upswing and they are just outside of that window 
or okay, you're obviously not doing much with this team. It's time to move on. Um, and and a lot of people like you know you you said the name Barry Trotz. I trust me. I is. I don't know if I would like to have Barry Trotz back or I just don't want Barry Trotz to go to another team in the central because I, I know he's been to Winnipeg and Chicago. And to me that I don't like that at all. Um, I'd rather him just retire, but you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, go get this guy, go get, go get these guys. And it's not as easy as just getting a coach. A coach also wants to mm-hmm. have to come to your team. And I think a lot of Preds fans forget that, that it's a two sided deal. Um, right. But yeah, so uh, obviously Preds no longer in it. Stanley Cup playoffs are happening right now. Um, do you, what are your thoughts and any surprises you have on some of these matchups that we've been seeing? I think the biggest thing isn't even from the matchup itself. I saw that, I think it was the NHL that posted the other day. It was Wayne Gretzky's bracket, and it was so spot on from the last time I looked at it. But he's got the Blues beating the Avalanche, which is making me rethink it because I wasn't, I'm not surprised that the Blues are going to put up a fight. I mean, they just went through a hack of a series like everybody else did. But at first, with my bracket, I will tell you, I have the Avalanche playing against, oh, goodness, who is it? I'm going to tell you the wrong thing. I want to say <laughs> it is the Hurricanes. I could be wrong, okay. but I have the Avalanche winning it all. That's for sure. Yeah, but I it do was too. super yeah, I've, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, I've got um, them beating Gretzky Tampa has the Blues. in six. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right? Wow. He had, the fact that he has enough confidence to say that the Blues are going to be, first of all, the Avalanche, and then to pass through, I'm – if they give them a run for their money, I mean that's fine. More power to you, but I don't think the I don't think that we're going to see Lawton and have a three peat. But I'm this Avs team is ridiculous, and I would keep joking yeah. that Philip Forsberg's going to go there. Uh, yeah, I honestly, I, I mean, I, that would be an insane and very scary thing to happen. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, I, I, I sometimes have to check myself because I am very, very biased not just against the blues, but also I, <laughs> if anyone who listens to the show knows my absolute disdain for Jordan Bennington, I have such a disdain for Jordan Bennington that I can sure, never worse now. like, yeah. Oh it, yeah, it, it gets worse. And uh, so I don't, I don't see them being able to beat this Colorado team in a series. I think, you know, with Colorado being up to one tonight's game is very important. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think if Colorado takes the series three, one, they're they're walking away with this series in five. Um, you know, for me, I am absolutely stunned at what's happening in Florida right now. This Florida mm-hmm. team, who all season I have the, the beginning of the season, I finally just said, you know what, Florida. I have talked so much crap about them for years now. I think that they're going to have a good season. I, th- I think that they are a favorite to win the cup, and mm-hmm. they are absolutely choking in this. Uh, you know, and. Th- and so do you think this is Florida choking or this is just this Tampa team is so good that they people like people sometimes forget how good this Tampa team is because their two cups kind of came in a weird COVID season uh, kind yeah. of thing. I think it's a little bit of both, but I'm also biased with the Panthers because of Patrick Hornquist. And now that you're saying it, I remember I have Avalanche and Panthers in my final. Okay. But going aside from that, I mean, they kind of they struggled for a minute against the Capitals as well. So it could be one of those things where it gets into the it gets into the locker room, it starts to get into the mentality and plays with it. But also, Tampa is such a great team, and they've shown even through weird times that they can come and step up in the playoffs. And I will say kind of just to compare it, when we were talking to Hines the other day, he was saying he was talking to the youth of the team and they were like, the hardest part for, of my career wasn't AHL to NHL. It was NHL regular season to NHL playoffs. 
that is the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. So if you can kick it into that extra gear, that's when the momentum needs to come. And Matias Ekholm said that of the 2016-17 cup run. So if that's when things start to piece together, that's a good puzzle looking to me. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Brandon, actually, you know, we we did our brackets for the show. He has Florida beating Colorado in the final. And I I remember saying to him, man, because I've got, you know, Colorado Tampa that it's a different beast. Regular season uh, playoffs. Florida's a good team. I think that they are. Mm -hmm. And and I, I had Tampa beating them in seven. But there is something to be said about a team like Tampa who has the experience recently. And (laughs) they kind of have the same roster as they have the last two seasons. I mean, Mm -hmm. you've got guys like Kucherov, Sergachev, Hedman. Like, these are guys that just click together and at any moment can just take over a game and a series like they have been against Florida. Um, So, obviously, uh, my next question was, who do you think wins it all? Um, And, you know, you you said, you know, you've got Colorado. Um, Are you you more confident or less confident uh, in that choice now than you were in the beginning, you know, without taking, you know, Rain Gretzky's bracket into consideration? (laughs) I think if anyone would take over the avalanche, it's either going to come in one of two places. It'll be the blues or it will be the lightning. It really just depends who's going to get there, obviously, first from each side. But I feel pretty good about it other than I actually don't even think I had the Panthers moving on. I think I had the Capitals pushing past, but I could. Oh, wow. No, that wouldn't make sense because I have them in the final. I'm such a visual person. I can't even, I can't even think straight right now. Oh, I'm the same but, way. I don't. I wish I had my <laughs> my bracket in front of me. I really only know right? the final. So I can tell you whatever I want to right now. I'm basically just lying through yeah. my teeth until I figure it out. Maybe one time it'll click. But I feel pretty good about it. I except for the fact I had Preds going. You said game five. Is that right? You said you said game five. Was yeah, I had, I had Colorado in it. five. Okay, that's when I had them as well. Five or six. I had at least the Preds winning a game or two. Yeah, um, I thought they could steal a game Soros. at home, but right. Yeah, oh yeah. I thought it was I, so be I made one the bracket things. after Soros was out, so I was a little. If Soros was in, I think they could have maybe taken it six or seven, but I was yeah. iffy without Soros being in there. And obviously, that was a very fair assessment. So props <laughs> to you there. <laughs> I should have waited. Um. So kind of a new thing to Nashville, only because they finally got their stadium built. Um, you're working with them now, uh, Nashville SC. Uh, I went to the game, I think, last week on Wednesday. Absolutely. Okay. It was the first game I got to go to. Absolutely amazing uh, experience. Was going to go this weekend game. I was busy, and I'm kind of thankful I didn't get to go because I <laughs> right? went, it got rained out. Um, so how you know how did you get involved working with it, with them, and what are your thoughts on their new stadium? I mean, that, that oh, thing goodness. is, in my opinion, a beaut. It's amazing. I'm so glad to hear that you went. I missed that through Twitter, but that was a great game to come to. And you got extra soccer too, which is uh, my mom went. She knows nothing about soccer either. So I was like, <laughs> look, you came to the one soccer game that's kind of like hockey in a way, but still not because they kept playing through the minutes. But um, I got started through there from I applied for an internship and I've been wanting to do that since my sophomore year of uh, college or maybe even a freshman because it was pre-COVID. But Cutler Klein, who is an alum of Penalty Box Radio, works for the digital team there. And so he's been talking to me about it forever before they got to the MLS and I just wasn't old enough to do it. And so I finally, the last day to apply, I was like, okay, we're going to jump out of the comfort zone and let's just, let's do it. Let's try. The worst you're going to hear is no. And you're going to hear no if you don't do it. 
And so I did. I've fallen so far in love with the organization. <laughs> the Jodas part is the prettiest thing that I've ever laid my eyes on. Yeah. It looks like a video game, and I still get chills every single time that I walk in there. The environment is amazing. They've got all the food vendors are Nashville-related, so you get a true Nashville experience while you're there, even if you're out of town. But those roadies in the back line, they are pumping. When you think of Bridgestone yeah. Arena at its peak, they I think they excel that. So, oh, for sure. They have it going Uh, on. Yeah, we've got, you know, Brandon and I, uh, the show has, we've got the general admission season tickets. So, like in that Wednesday game, we sat maybe four rows behind the net, right behind the drum line. It is, and it is, you know, because, you know, I think I've only gone to a couple soccer games. It's not my main sport, but I'll, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of functions and events and sports. So I go yeah. for the, and so I, I start to learn the chance and it is an absolutely amazing time. It, it, the excitement when they score is on par, if not more exciting than, you know, uh, when the Preds score. Uh, so I, you know, absolutely have fallen in love with, with going to those games. So it was only, I think it was the season before this one, uh, they moved to the Western conference mm-hmm. and, I think we kind of all knew that was going to happen. Do you think that that was a good thing? Or obviously the Western Conference in the MLS is such such a tough conference. You know, we went out there and we beat uh, uh, Montreal, who was, I think, what, second in the East. And then Mm -hmm. we, you know, and we at the time, I think we were eighth in the West. I think now we're up to fourth or fifth after that tie against Atlanta. Uh, So what are your thoughts on that move to the Western Conference? I think it's definitely paid off, and I think it only shows that attestment to them. They started the season eight ro- eight games on the road. They never got to see Giotis until I think it was like three days before their first ever match at yeah. home. And so the fact that they were able to – they had uh, Philadelphia Union come in on May 1, and they were able to hang in. I was very nervous because this team – I'm a very superstitious person, and I've – Truthfully, I didn't really get to watch soccer before this season, before I came on. And so it was a whole new learning experience for me. But going to see how competitive they were against Philadelphia Union, they didn't just lay down. They were number one whenever they came over. I think we were down to eighth or so. So standing-wise, if you look at it, I think it looks a little like, oh, maybe they're not that great. But I personally don't think that's true because the Western Conference is so stacked. It is so talented. But when you look at points, you're looking at, oh – like this is how many times that they're going to draw and those points are going to add up from that, like similar to like hockey uh, with an overtime. Yeah. So I think it was a good move. I think it's only going to push them further rather than just laying down and accepting, you know, we're facing a lower par competitor. Let's play to that. I think it pushes them to a next level. So it su- makes them up to succeed this season and it's going to have to follow up as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you recently, uh, I'm sure anyone on Twitter uh, has seen it. Uh, but you are start. You have started a new podcast, the uh, Bleeding Blue podcast. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and the origins behind that. I'm so excited we're doing that. So it is Bleeding Blue Nashville <laughs> that I'm doing with Sam Fleming. Um, we were kind of just texting. He said it was the Calgary game, so the last home regular season game, and that he was like, "Okay, let's let's do something," because we knew at that time that PBR was going to take a back seat off of 102.5 and Glenn and Justin were going to take a seat back. So we're like, let's continue the voice and do something kind of similar to if we were still going to be on 102.5 and let's talk all things Nashville sports. Let's talk soccer. Let's talk Titans. Let's talk Preds. And 
really just gave them music city sports experience. And so we've just started that right now. You know, we're walking through the end of the uh, Predators regular season, talking a little about soccer, but we'll have a bunch of special guests that'll come in, hopefully some athletes. I don't miss anything, but I reached out to <laughs> one today. Um, we'll see what he thinks, but I'm, I'm really excited. It's the, I love the intro in itself. It's all a bunch of game, um, things like slid together. And so it's something that we're very passionate about and we're hoping to take PBR continuing it on as well as a bunch of other podcasts are doing. That's so awesome to hear. Where can everyone find that? Uh, listen to the podcast. It's on actually on all like streaming services. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music. Our Twitter handle is bleeding blue. NSH is where you can find us at. Or if you look up Sam Fleming, and um, or my Twitter account, we'll have it linked as, to there as well. But it's on Apple Music, Spotify, um, SoundCloud as well. So there's a few different ways that you can listen to. Awesome. And for you folks that uh, you know, watch on YouTube or listening, uh, we'll throw the link in the show description as well. So be sure to check them out over there. So uh, before we, uh, you know, we we always kind of talk some stuff outside of sports with all of our guests. Um, handful of questions. So, but the one that we always ask, and it, it, we we kind of take a tally. Uh, so we'll just throw that out there: Star Wars or Marvel? Uh, w- which one are you? I'm easily Marvel. I've never watched a Star Wars movie in my life. Don't tell Justin Bradley. He will come after me. (laughs) Well, I guess we'll figure out if he actually listens to the show or not, if uh, if he comes after you or not. This is your tell. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but all right. Is there anything, do you have anything to plug uh, before we, before we sign off? You got Bleeding Blue and SH on Twitter. And then uh, my social account is Abigail D. Martin. But make sure you're keeping up with all things Penalty Box Radio. Justin Bradford has a ton of new projects coming up. Um, going to be doing movies and he's going to be going over like music composers. Um, a lot of cool things that are set up with him, Gover, and Jim Chandler from 107.5 River. So a lot of exciting things to come up. But I think that does it for me. Thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, Abigail, thank you so much for coming on everyone. Uh, thanks for joining in and, you know, watching or listening to this interview. I hope you all you know, having a great day and, uh, Abigail, thanks again for coming on. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, thank you so much, Abigail Martin for coming on. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Uh, sorry, I had to miss it. Man. Sorry, I had to miss yeah. it. <laughs> uh, absolutely amazing writer and, uh, and contributor for Pentatox Radio and so many other things that she does, uh, for middle Tennessee and Nashville area. Um, so main topic of the day, you know, continuing on Stanley Cup playoffs, round two impressions. Uh, I don't think the round two will be over by Thursday when this airs. I think uh, we'll still have a couple of games left. But right now, Colorado has taken a uh, what was it? A well, they won game three, so they have a two one lead in the two one lead. Yeah. And with Benning going it. down. Yeah, I was so close uh, to getting that first that first week win. Yeah, uh, and then but you called it. You called, you said you said uh, game two, uh, St. Louis takes it. So good good call on that. Yeah. Um. And so Florida, uh, Tampa Bay is taking it to Florida right now. They have a two uh, zero lead as they play today on Sunday. But right now, Tampa has a two 0 lead, and they have been just routing Florida. Uh, Carolina has been not routing, but. Been solid wins against New York. They have a series lead of two nothing, and this Calgary Edmonton might be the best series. I think um, this battle of Alberta oh series tied one one. What an They're absolutely just... amazing series, and just scoring at will. Uh, I mean, you know, and what was it? It was there. Edmonton was down like five to two at one point, and kind of storms back six to two, maybe. 
I mean, these they, they those games have been crazy, crazy, man. Uh, just really yeah. high scoring and like scores can come from anywhere. McDavid and Drysaddle are really stepping up to the plate, though. I am very impressed with with how they've been this round. Uh, but at the same on the same side of the different same side of the of the coin, different side of the coin. I guess I don't know, man. I was like, but same Calgary, side of the coin. Okay. <laughs> Calgary has looked so good too. Their stars are coming yeah. to play. Uh, I mean, what a! I was surprised at the at how exciting this series was. I figured it was going to be pretty boring one way or the other. Um, I mean, not boring, but just not not. I I didn't know I didn't know what to expect. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I expected no, I, more of a more of the grinded out type of games in the Calgary Edmonton series rather than the ones we're getting over at Carolina and New York. That is just a slow grinding game yeah. uh that they're that they're playing. I mean, very interesting. Yeah. These teams that you would think about uh those two teams having offensive weapons that can score goals. Uh so you got a battle uh there, Carolina. Yeah. Carolina. Uh, I yeah. thought and I, I mean I think I don't think Carolina sweeps. I think the Rangers can win two games, but Carolina is looking good. Um, yeah, those future. But I think futures. I think Tampa is. I think Tampa. I th- I personally think that my bracket of Colorado versus Tampa is looking good because Tampa. The way I agree. Tampa's dealing with Florida right now is is almost is scary for the rest of the conference. Looking like a two time champion right now. Uh, which was always always that possibility that uh, yeah. they just turn it on at the right time. Yeah, and, and, and like uh, I said, the, these guys have experience. Yes, this is they've well, their championships have come in weird COVID years. But the fact is, they won they two years in a row. They yeah. won the Does hardest it, trophy to win in sports. Doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, I mean, and their I would roster say two years ago was insane. harder. Right. Yeah, I would say you know it was it was harder two years ago than than rather than easier. You know, um, with all of the different protocols and what they had to deal with. So no, I mean I'm with you. Uh, Tampa Bay is looking scarier and scarier, and uh, I'm not wanting to see them advance if i'm you know carolina or new york uh absolutely yeah but all right before we move on to joke of the week brandon why don't you tell us about our friends over at manscaped yeah man um i'll tell you uh, you know last night we were talking about that rained out game and it was, it was wet it just felt ugh. lawnmower 4.0 would have handled that rain no problem all right brother that's what you get with manscaped support support for pucks out podcast is brought to you by manscaped who's the best who's best below the waist who's best in men's below the waist grooming their products are are precision engineered for your family jewels manscaped performance packages uh package the ultimate hygiene bundle uh join over Four million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer. 20% off free shipping with the code PUCKSOUT. That's P-U-C-K-S-O-U-T at manscaped.com. That's 8 million balls, Bob. Do a double check. Uh, One, two, three. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I I had to count by tens. there's There's probably like a margin of error. Though, right. I mean, because not everybody's going to have two testicles and not, you know, somebody may have three testicles. Well, I'm just saying it's a plus or minus. Yeah. You know, you got that margin of error, uh, you know, because but the thing is two balls, three balls. That's not, you know, the products are not exclusive to. Yeah. However many balls you have. 
you know, if you got five, this is, I mean, that's fine. That's okay. Ooh. It's, it's all, it's all I mean, about, uh, you know, it's all about the I mean, hygiene. It's all about, about keeping it. it. But... It's, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously you're, <laughs> I mean, if you, look, the thing is somebody's like, does somebody have five balls in their life? If no, if you, if nobody's told you, they don't, you don't know anybody. You don't know anybody that has five. Yeah, Cause they're talking about life. it. They're, they'll, yeah, I mean, that's the first thing you say. That's like a, that's like yeah. having like a, that's like a CrossFitter or like a vegan. Like you're gonna know, <laughs> you're gonna know within, you know, that, that you're going to know immediately. So, uh, if you, if you know somebody with five balls, you know, Hey, pucks use code pucks out 20% off. Um, uh, even though they have about 40% more. No, that'd be like a hundred percent more, right? They have a uh, over a hundred percent more balls, like a uh, two hundred percent more. I think it'd be a hundred and because they have five right? because yeah because two balls or two balls, so that would be hundred percent extra. <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, look, this I really got myself into this by starting with you know the math read. I guess I'm going through this, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to hype up Manscape, and now like all I'm doing is really hating on math. Is what it what it sounds like. Uh, Yesterday at that game is hot, man. You know, I had that, had that, had that ball deodorant, had that crop reviver. Uh, you know, I had my performance boxer briefs on. Love them. I'll always be talking them things up. Uh, but to reiterate, twenty percent off, free shipping with code Pucks Out. Uh, that's P U C K S O U T at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off, free shipping at manscaped.com using the code Pucks Out. Oh, forgot to tell you, ordered that cologne, bro. So I'm gonna let you know how that goes. Uh, Ooh, see yeah. What's up with it? But I hope it smells good. I mean, if it if yeah. it smells if it smells bad, I'll probably just never bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it won't smell bad. Uh, all right, let's move into our joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. So I don't- Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. I'm kidding. Me. It's time for the joke of the week. All right, guys. Uh, all right, you got this one. This looks like a Mighty Morphin fraud alert. What you got? <laughs> Love it. Uh, I don't know about you. You know, you everybody had that that show that when they were a kid, they were younger. You know that shaped probably you know a little bit how uh, you know who you were oh how the mighty have fallen though the red power ranger actor uh among 19 accused in north texas ppp scheme sad day i mean you know the uh you want those you want the power rangers to you know be a force of good and not Stealing all of our money, uh, which was rampant during the pandemic with all of this stuff. So, um, I mean, his name is Austin St. John. I can't say yeah, that. I saw that. I that is a, uh, that's a name of a guy that's going to fraud you out of some stuff. That's no, that's not, that's not to be offensive. Not all Austin St. John's are going to do that, but I'm just saying it's, you know, they should have looked at the uh, at the at the loan more carefully. Uh, yeah. Do you think Do you think that he like 
because he was a Power Ranger, he knew a guy. He was like, all right, no, I've got my guy. I've got my guy in the Justice Department. He's a huge Power Ranger guy. I'm going to give him a call. I'm going to shout out to him. See what's up there. Yeah, this is absolutely insane. You know, I was never I I was never a big Power Rangers uh, fan as a kid. There was one movie that I did love. I believe it was the one uh, like the 1998 movie with the Ivan Ooze. Remember the purple monster thing? Yeah. The one that like got real big in the city and they morphed together in the suit. I the think white so. Ranger, Man, I really, the I white did. Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> From the Green uh, Ranger. Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm a, I was a big Power Ranger guy. So, your boy still yeah. am, still am. Not as much anymore because they're fraudsters. But <laughs> yeah, this is absolutely insane. How like how much did does it say? How much he frauded? Uh, at least three point five uh, million. Three point sixteen goodness. fraudulent loans. Uh, I mean, he was he was best known for, for his role in the 1990s children's superhero show Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where he played the Red Power Ranger. According to IMDb, St. John played the Gold Ranger in Power Rangers Zao uh, TV show. And more recently in 2020, I guess he revived it. He's back. Uh, Power pa- Power Rangers Beast Morphers. He's you know back. what I love though. He's back as a Power Ranger that is defrauding the government for three point five million. I love how on this list of uh, oh, where it says AKA, they have, where it says AKA. <laughs> <laughs> they have everyone's name on here, but they have his, and it says Jason Lawrence Greiger, AKA Austin St. John, AKA the Red power ranger of 47 <laughs> you're telling me you're telling me this man was like i need a stage name and people are like go with austin st john that will be good you're gonna be it's gonna be dope you can pick anything in the world you've essentially picked you've essentially gone with phoebe princess consuela banana hammock at this point yeah why they're like listen as but long AKA as you only take acting roles in canada you can have any job you want you are good. That is like uh, but the most Canadian I, name in the world. I can just see Hello, them. My uh, name is Austin St. John, eh? When they, when they walk in and he's, he's been arrested, they're like, uh, are you Jason Lawrence Geiger, a.k.a. Austin St. John, a.k.a. The Red Power Ranger? He's like, I mean, I don't generally go by that, but yes. <laughs> like, like, is he going also, by this? <laughs> he's like, like, I go by, by the Gold Power Ranger. Thank you very uh, much. Uh, yeah, yeah, come on. I, don't you remember <laughs> my funny if they did, but AK, It, it would have been funny if they also put AKA the Gold Power Ranger on there as well. <laughs> like, if you're an actor or actress and you get arrested, are they going to put AKA, like, all of these people? Like... <laughs> When you get booked, they're like, "Oh no, we've got Tom Hanks here. Go ahead and lock in for oh. some paperwork. Lock in for some paperwork, boys, because we're <laughs> court photographer. The court type lady would be, be going to be like, "All right, I'm in for a day." Because every time they say his name, they have to say uh, the defendant. Uh, please take Stenog- well, uh, stenographer. That's a stenographer. stenographer. Okay, put some respect okay. on their name. All right, they got the hardest job in the whole courtroom. All right. <laughs> What a joke. Uh, All of these folks are jokes. I can't. I mean, uh, yeah. A, mm. Hey, uh, don't steal from people, people. Well, my, All right. But you know, unless like, you want to pull a Robin Hood and steal from the rich and give it to the poor. Right. This is the rich stealing from us. All right. This is an opposite yeah. Robin Hood. This is a. Which is also just called everyday life. So this is a Hobbin Hood. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I was on the wrong. Okay. 
Uh, so let's move into our pop culture. We're talking. Uh, I started watching Halo. Absolutely love it. Um, I can't kiss, wait bro. to watch Chef's it some good. more. I, I, I'm only about two episodes in. Um, okay, it is. Yeah, it, it is so better, nostalgic when. I didn't, so I did not do any research on the show coming in. I didn't know good. that it was, was going to be good. about Master Chief. I thought it was going to be maybe a prequel, and it was going to. But then when Master nah, Chief, bro. when John One One Seven stepped on the fucking screen, dude, I was like, I fanboyed. I was like, hell like, yeah! Ooh. Now my wife, my like, I, my boy. wife was like, there's a lot going on here because me being who I am, you know, the nerd that I am was pausing and be like so let me give you quick info on this she guy. didn't care then, bro you ruined it you ruined the show for oh, her just let I her watch completely it. Uh, i yeah i well she but she was also asking questions she was like so and well, the thing was so the guy <laughs> so the um the guy who plays what's his name visher or something like that the guy who in uh who takes over madrigal uh when we started i paused it for a second oh, and on amazon good. prime on amazon prime it shows his face and I'm like, oh, I love that guy. He plays an amazing bad guy. I wonder if he's a bad guy. And that's like, but he's a human. So maybe not. She's like, what do you mean human? Is there aliens in this? I'm like, oh, let <laughs> me tell you real quick. No, you should have said no. <laughs> I was like, I was like, so you've got the covenant, right? And in the covenant, you got the saying he elite, the saying hi. Uh, I, I, I went into a deep dive of all the different species of the covenant. She's like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care. Should have gone with covenant. <laughs> right. Yeah. You should have said, yeah, there's aliens. And then that should have been the end of the conversation, Bobby. Yeah. You said, oh, well, she was asking questions. Yeah, she just wanted to know if there's aliens. She doesn't care the lore of those of the said aliens. Like, I bet you were like, oh, but don't worry. Later on, we got the banished coming. Like, don't she doesn't care, Bob. Just let no, her watch it. I'm, I'm not spoiled. I'm not spoiled. I'm not spoiling anything about the Arbiter because maybe I can get her to watch the cutscenes of all the games with me after the fact and we can enjoy the amazing story of Halo together. I. Yeah, I dude, listen. I never. It. it was weird. I I never really. I mean, obviously, growing up in high school and stuff in middle school, I played Halo like like crazy. But I was never a huge Halo multiplayer guy. But I loved the Halo single player and the cutscenes and the story of Halo was such an amazing story. Um, and I'm so excited to see where this goes. And I was oh, me too. I never like just and big spoiler alerts for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Um, I was not expecting them to go the route of Master Chief kind of going AWOL in the first like couple episodes a little bit, mm -hmm. um, because that just to me seems so foreign for Master Chief to do that. Um, so that, I like that they're pretty. almost humanizing him a little bit. Oh yeah, well, I not, mean, you're, you're not get foreign, but like you know, there's a difference between going AWOL like I'm like I'm doing what needs to be done to defeat the aliens and um you know his programming yeah. got messed. Like it's a little different than in the game, so I like it. Sure, um, I, sure. I wonder you how definitely got Oh, you gotta definitely gotta take it, take it how it, yeah. how it is. You know what I'm saying? I, I like, would like to see. If, I would like to see world. if the series. Yeah, I would like to see if the series ends with the maybe the fall of Reach or the beginning of the Battle of Reach that then leads into the Autumn of Pillar and then leads into Combat Evolved. Um, but I'm not sure if the timeline matches up with that um, because I read the Fall of Reach book and it is an amazing book about the Battle of Reach and how like they're like. They introduced the, the Spartan threes and stuff, and how a lot of the Spartan threes died at Reach. Um, it's, but it's I'm a world. Too deep into it. It's a world. It's a world in which I love that I, you know, I, I, I haven't done enough fan service to. You know how much I can, how much I can get into like the yeah. lore of some stuff. And so I, it's a world that I haven't really got into that. And I think I'm, I think I'm kind of glad about that. I need a show like this where they can explore a bunch of stuff. And I'm not mad about them, you know, not following the source material or whatever. 
Uh, yeah. but I'm loving it. I think that I, I think that it's just finally good to be able to get 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 some explore some stories in this like type of world. Uh, but they, I think they've yeah. done a good job. I mean, it's been a little difficult. There was you know some CGI points where you're like, eh, but it's it seems like it, it was it, they tried to yeah. go for production value for sure. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're gonna jump straight into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right, we share a what's snapping our stick this week uh, because this happened to us at the Wednesday game, which you forgot I was there, apparently. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't but, I forgot you were there. It's just we've been yeah, to so, no. been so many games the past couple yeah. weeks. Like, that, I just, and yeah, that, we didn't sit next to each it. other because we sat on the opposite ends of the thing. Uh, but Because we hate uh, each well, other this, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it adds drama to the Spoiler. show. Okay? Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. It's a it's a will they or won't they fight type of situation. <laughs> it's better. It's better than busting a nut. <laughs> uh, so this past Wednesday we went to the uh, Nashville game against Montreal. Nashville got an amazing win. That first off, that first goal was so pretty. I watched it again when Nasty, I got home. And, ooh, dude. Nasty. And we go on TV a lot. I don't. I forgot to tell you that when. So when uh, I got back and my wife told me that. When they when they like did the opening for like they're like welcome to Nashville and they the first scene of the scene is us center screen right behind the net Ooh. and it's just us standing there I, I've Ooh. got we've got beers in our hands yeah uh, so Let's we go. were the introduction Let's to go. Nashville but um so this first I'm gonna start with the thing that I don't really mind when the, okay. when Nashville SC scores people jump up and down and they throw beer up in the air kind of like that uh that. That uh, that, Miss, gift, yeah. you know, that bar in England, uh, yeah. you know, like and they, and they throw it up in the air. Fine. You get a little wet. Okay. Everyone's having fun. You're excited. Right. You know, big I, deal. you get a little damp. I, but I'm, at the I'm, end I'm, of the wanna... game. Yeah. At the end of the game, this guy who was right in front of us clearly went and got a beer like 10 minutes before the game ends and just sits there and waits. And as soon as the final whistle goes, just starts throwing that beer on people and not just like he's like slinging oh, it he didn't drink and we, it and we're right we get dr- yeah he bought a 16 dollar beer probably because it was not and a bought, light beer and bought he bought two for his friends too i mean they bought they had three full beer yeah. i'm with you like i personally do not like the throwing of beer especially that expensive yeah. beer but yeah but i don't i'm not mad I, for the go- right exactly you're in a goal score have at it. That's this is the supporter yeah. section. I signed up for this. Yeah, there was there was absolutely no need to do that. We all got to go home like you just poured a full yeah. beer on me, my dude. And here's like, the thing. I was driving, so I wasn't drinking. But if I'd gotten pulled over for like maybe for some regular traffic stop, they'd be like, right. I'd have to be like, sir, I know I smell like alcohol. But, you know, someone poured their $17 beer all over me. Beer. He wouldn't even believe you. Like, he'd be like, uh, yeah. no, nobody <laughs> would do that. Right. I mean, but it was just it was just the pure intent. Those guys were so drunk in front of us. They went and bought yeah. beers and held on to them. Didn't drink them the, for the rest yeah. of the game. And, and then I threw do, them on us. Yeah. And I do have one small snap my stick that I just remembered. Um, it being a soccer game, I quickly remembered that it is not a hockey game. And when the Canadian national anthem came on, something that you and I love, it is a banger of a song and we yeah. respect it. Yeah. 
at the soccer game, right. the first thing we heard was people behind us going, fuck Canada and stuff like that. Like, guys, don't yeah, do dude. that. Canada that was pretty that was, dope. That was one dude. That was one dude. And he was way drunk. It was the guy that, you know, yeah. he, he I, we've we've we talked about this guy, the guy that gets into drunk loot. They keep saying the same thing over and over again. He kept saying, win the ball, win the ball. When, so dude that guy was, um, it was annoying like you know you don't have to see yeah. long or even you know i'm not even saying you have to be ultra uber respectful and quiet but like dude let's not yell. yeah like especially like come on man it's just it was just so unnecessary like a lot yeah. of that was unnecessary honestly we sat up uh for the one yesterday for when we were up there uh while we were there we were kind of up top like which i was cool with like off the side and up top like uh you know i'm I like being a part of the supporter section and I don't mind being up in the thick of it, but also like I keep, you know, being right in the thick of it. You're always being one. You're always being asked to cheer and be a part of the, thing. Yeah. not that I have a mind to that. And I like, being, but like, I'm a game watcher. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm the same way intently on the game. It's hard for me to, my, I'm so ADD that it's hard for me to like focus on the game and also like cheer right. and stuff. This actually, and that reminds me of a really funny story. When I was in uh, middle school, I was dating this girl at the time, and her, uh, her and her parents took me to a Preds game when I was in middle school. And I was sitting next to her, and I'm watching the game. Like I am like yeah. intensely watching the game as a fan. After the fact, I didn't realize that like at one point her dad like reached out and was like, "Hey Bob," but like I'm watching the game and it's kind of loud, and I don't. And instead of like tapping me or like trying to get me, he just said, "Hey Bob," once. I was like, well, like, and he got like, he thought I was ignoring him. I'm like, I'm watching the game. He's like, well, you ignored me and my family the whole game. I'm like, oh, I, what do you mean? What do you mean? I didn't ignore you guys. He was like, you were just, you looked mad and you were watching the ice all the time. I was like, I was concentrating. I was a fan of the game. I didn't know that it was a, if y'all wanted like, if you wanted to take me out with your parents and have us have a kumbaya discussion, you probably should have picked dinner and not a show, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a right way to do this. Lady. Imagine like, if this was a movie and they're like, hey, Bob. So I'm like, uh, hey, so, so how are you liking Tennessee? <laughs> you're like, you're like, you're like uh, it's, it's really good, Linda. I really appreciate you bringing it along. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we're in the middle of Schindler's List, so maybe let's calm it down. <laughs> yeah, like right. <laughs> like they were making out during Schindler's List. <laughs> uh, but all right, guys, uh, we will see you guys next week. Once again, thank you so much to Abigail Martin for sitting down with us. Uh, thank you all for hanging out with Thanks, us, Abigail. Uh, for yeah, for Brandon, I'm Bobby. We're Pucks Out Podcast. Stay awesome, and we'll see you guys next. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.